Hello everyone, we're here to do Testimony Tuesday today, Jody, and I'm going to read a testimony from a man named Peter, and then you and I can discuss it. Okay, sounds great. So this Peter writes, When I started the Purity Boot Camp course, I was caught up in self-pity and worry and turning to sexual impurity, frequently for comfort. Once I learned the importance of getting sexual sin out of my life, it was a challenge, but today I can say that God has removed that desire and temptation from my life. As I learned the three core principles and applied them daily, the desire for impurity faded, and my desire to serve the Lord grew. My loyalty is now with Jesus Christ and the gospel. Knowing that I'm forgiven and can wash at the cross has really encouraged me to keep going. Reading my Bible now builds me up and helps me understand the power of Christ, which I can tap into any time I need to. The Spirit of God is now my guide. I no longer live under the law of the world or the flesh. Now I live with the Holy Spirit inside me, showing me the way to walk worthy of the gospel. The world is a sick and twisted place to live. There are temptations everywhere, all the time. But I feel secure in Christ and his gospel. This course opened my eyes to a much better way of living in Christ and not of this world. It has made me see pornography and sexual impurity as disgusting, and I want no part of it anymore. I'm grateful for this course and having Mike as and Mike Leavitt, he's talking about, as a mentor, helping to guide me through this. Praise God. I feel free and closer to God than I ever was. I recommend this course to anyone with a desire to let go of sexual impurity in their life. This study brought me closer to internalizing the power and the grace of God. It made me want to get rid of all my sinful ways and walk in the spirit of Christ. I learned a lot about myself and the kind of life I want for my son and myself, and that is to shut out what's going on around me in the world and focus on the cross, washing all of our sins and guilt and shame away forever. Jesus has won the victory for us and made a way for us to live in it. I hope you'll join me in washing at the cross and walking by the Spirit and warring against the flesh. It's a really good testimony. Wasn't it beautiful? So encouraging. I really loved his heart. And I love how he came to understand that his he was caught up in self-pity and worry. And that was connected to his involvement with sexual impurity. This is so common. Not mm-hmm. just with sexual impurity, but with, you know, um, any habitual sin. It could be overeating food or... Um, you know, indulging in media, overindulging in media. I don't want to deal with the world. I'm going to go Netflix, right? I'm going to mm-hmm. go watch TV and just drown out my um, the craziness that's going around me. So I think that there is this um, common um, occurrence in our lives where instead of um, that, that the world does, right? They they get upset about what's going on around them, so they turn to things of this world for comfort. Mm-hmm. And as Christians. We have something better to turn to, right? And this is what Peter discovered. Praise God. That's right. And you know, one of the things that he stated over and over, it must have been two or three times, 
was that his desires have changed. And, you know, you compare that with the world's method or even with Christian behaviorism, which is to say, stop doing that and start doing this. Put away pornography and start reading your Bible. Okay, that's Christian behaviorism. I'm going to stop this behavior and I'm going to start this behavior. Do you know none of that affects your actual desires? It's none of it is actual armor to put on you. Because unless your heart is changed, you'll continue to fall into the same traps. And so the the wonderful thing that Peter describes is a heart change Mm. where his desires are different. You notice that he said pornography is disgusting. Right. Right. He used the word disgusting. Now, how is it, Jody, that somebody can go from where they used to be so enticed and it was so appealing and all the visual stimulus that was involved in that was so, you know, drawing to him to where now it's disgusting. Right? Well, some, something greater, someone greater displaced it, right? right. Um, and so when Christ comes and changes our hearts and fills it with his love and his spirit, uh, it changes us from the yeah. inside out, right? Everything about us is transformed. And now it's not restraining the flesh with external, you know, um, walls or fences. And all yeah. the different things that... accountability and all the things that you the world teaches putting ourselves in a in a virtual prison of sorts right we're we're not having to do that anymore because now our desires have changed and now the things that used to be um boring or unappealing you know he talked about how he loves to read his bible and it Mm -hmm. means something to him now it builds him up right and that's beautiful whereas before clearly it he was turning to sexual impurity so his taste buds if you will where his spiritual taste buds were sort of numbed and dulled and not able to appreciate and tap into the power of God in the gospel. And I just, I think that's so beautiful. I love how Christ does this for us. Yes, very good. You know, Jesus said in John chapter 8, if anyone sins, he's a slave to sin. But if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. So what would you say, Jody, is the difference between being free and being free indeed? Right. Well, for me, um, I would say the difference is um, free indeed is I'm not needing to be physically restrained, right? I'm Mm -hmm. not, I don't need a chemical restraint. I don't need a physical restraint. I don't need um, any kind of fence, if you will, Mm -hmm. to protect me from um, myself. Mm -hmm. Instead, I have someone inside of me who's changed me and brought freedom and joy and love. And now I might be tempted to live in my old way of life. I might be tempted to do something, but I'm, I'm free not to do that. Mm-hmm. Whereas before I wasn't free not to do it. I had to do it mm-hmm. because my flesh was in control. Right. Now the spirit of God is in control Excellent. of my heart. And he says, no, psh, you don't have to do that. Okay. And I go <laughs> happily along with Jesus right. instead of being sad and, and upset because I failed again today. That's beautiful. You might think of it as someone who um, engages in a sinful behavior worthy of, it's against the law. So they put them in prison. Right. Okay. They're no longer doing that behavior, are they? Right. But are they free indeed? No. Nope. No, they're in prison. Yes. And that's what you're describing. You know, you can take a look at all the methods that the world puts out 
for uh, freedom from overeating, from freedom from anything, you know, anything, literally, depression, anxiety. And it's all externally based as if to say, live differently and you'll be different. Right. Only Christianity, only faith in Jesus Christ makes you a different person inside. Right. And so you begin to live differently. Right. It's the it's total opposite. It's it the is. difference between being in prison, yep. right? So that you can stop doing that behavior versus this joyful, tremendously full experience of being free indeed so that you now are not in a prison of your own making. You're actually free. Your desires are free. Your right. motives, Woo-hoo. the things you crave, right. all the things you love right. are all different and you're free indeed. Amen. And you know, um, another thing that I loved about Peter's testimony is that he is now loving others mm. as well as um, Christ, right? He's mm-hmm. now concerned about his son. Oh, yeah. Right? Before, when he was indulging his flesh and he was uh, comforting himself at the devil's bar, so to speak, um, he was not caring about his son. He was not loving his son. Now he is, and he is so excited to teach his son this new way in Christ, this way of freedom, this way of joy in life. I am thrilled. I'm like, yes, mm. that's the way, right? That's how to bring up the children in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord is to bring them up in the gospel, to bring them up saying, hey, this sin trap is out there. Mm-hmm. This is, that caught me. Mm-hmm. But look what set me free. Let me invite you into that. Let me, you know, be real with our children and say, hey, we have flesh just mm-hmm. like you do. We fail. We got we get caught in sin traps. We do the wrong thing. But Christ sets us free, and we want you to be set free in the gospel too. And you know, one of the exciting things about this, and it's one of the reasons why you and I minister the gospel of Jesus Christ, is because when someone embraces the message of a crucified lamb that has removed the penalty and the power of sin, it doesn't just affect them. It now begins a ripple effect. Their spouse, their children, as Peter said, uh, their fellow workers at their job, their Anybody they come across, you know, it's exactly right. They begin to truly have the power of God and affect other people in a wonderful way. So I love Peter's testimony. I love talking about it with you, Jody. I do too. And I I just pray that everybody will join us in washing at the cross and walking by the Spirit and warring against flesh. Amen.